Yikes. It's kind of all you can say after this week of Mets baseball, but we're going to try and do a little something fun here. I'm going to call it Silver Linings Playbook. We're going to try and find what might have been good at a terrible week. So please join us because Mets Rap 360 starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. It's that kind of a week. I had to, Whoa. oh my God, at least we're having a light show. Thank you, Mark. Very exciting. Because we're getting something out of it. We're having a little enjoyment <laughs> right here at the top of the show. For those of you listening on iTunes, you're missing the light show, so please make sure you check out the YouTube version. Those of you watching live on YouTube, uh, you're missing the game, but thank you for joining us. Please leave comments in the chat. But anyway, yeah, this was not a good week, but welcome to Mets Rap 360. I'm Christian Blatt at... Christian DMZ. Melissa Weinstein on the other end of the desk at Melissa Wine. Hello. And that's M E L I S 1 S W E I N. Yes. All right. It's very important. I don't want to just blow through that there. Thank and you. you know what? The show's Twitter is at ABTV Mets, and we got six new followers since last week. So thanks to the six of you. We appreciate it. We're up to 37 now. We're going to just mention it every show. and um, Multiple times every if, show. If, if we start losing, uh, I, I don't know, I might just lose lose it entirely if we start losing followers. Anyway, yeah, so Michael Jackson, not George Michael, as I said before the show. Michael Jackson bad. This was a bad week, and this is not the worst week of being a Mets fan, but this is the worst week of doing this this show. This week reminded me of the team that I fell in love with initially, which is sick and sad and So which team was that? Was that like the 2003? Three. No, no, because you, so... No, so I I remember watching Mets games in, like, 99, 2000. Okay. And I remember... That, they, those teams were good, but 2001, they were not good. Right, yeah. and I don't remember 2001. And then I remember watching a, l- a better chunk of 2006. Oh, well, 2006 then, was great. Yeah. And yeah. then 2007 on, I don't think I've missed more than 10 games this season. That's too many to miss but, in a season, but, but we'll move past eight, that. But 7, 8, 9, yeah, 10, no, 11, yeah, yeah, no, no. They, 12. Yeah. 2007, 2008, they were good debacle. teams, but the Yom Kippur debacle. awful at the end. Yeah. But the teams were so bad. Basically, they moved into City Field, and it, it was a long slog until It was the Kevin Burkhart curse, is what they were calling it. for. <sighs> Take that back, because we love Kevin. We love KB. We do, but you realize yeah. they didn't go to the playoffs until well, Kevin left. Well, I don't know what curse it is now. Because uh, it's somebody's fault. And I'm not quite sure whose fault it is. Does that mean that it's everybody's fault? Look, there's injuries. and It's uh, definitely not going well for the training staff. No, it, this, is, this is not and a vote of confidence for them. It was also now. an issue last year, but it's just not getting any better. No. And you have to wonder. I mean, last year it was all about Cespedes playing golf and all this stuff. But this year, the injuries so far anyway, are all happening on the field. We've witnessed the injuries happen. So that's a silver lining. I said we're going to look for them. No, sure. but they happen on the field during the the actual gameplay instead of, oh, I'm going to just go play golf yeah. and hurt I mean, myself. at least he didn't pull a Madison yeah. Bumgarner and what, like, dirt bike? Yeah, that, wreck? yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mad Bum, that was actually, I think, dirt biking. and uh, much A much older one was uh, Jeff Kent, yes. who uh, hurt himself, he said, washing his truck, 
But uh, I, what I, kind I, of like a toy trunk, maybe? <laughs> no, you like could a, injure yourself like badly a monster like that. truck. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, and I don't know. Look, there's a lot of injuries. There's a lot of slack. Sandy Alderson was asked, and he's like, "It's it's not even the end of April." No, I'm not panicked. You know, ask me tomorrow because I'm kind of glad that there's a game going on right now because I'm going to at least have to miss some of it or one less game for us to yeah. have to like. Like actually sit through. I know. And then this is, you know, it's an ESPN game. So I I just hate listening to their announcers. I I don't enjoy watching. I 100% have Howie and Josh or I don't know. It's Howie and someone tonight. I assume it's Josh. I think it's Josh this time of year. Josh uh, ends up disappearing during football season. But yeah. So it's it's a lot of work for me. I probably just put it on on mute while I have dinner with the family. But anyway, so we're not watching the game, which it's a matchup between Zach Wheeler, who, you know, has looked better. And, um, oh, yeah, Max Scherzer, the guy who always who? throws a no-hitter. So, um, glad to not be watching that game. I'm sorry. I did, wish I didn't feel that way. But after, after this, this week, week, I'm just like, I you know what? I need this break. You. I'm so glad tomorrow's an off day. I need the off day. I've said that before on this show in the past that, like, that Monday off day is very important to me yeah. some weeks. And um, it's just, uh, oh, it's just painful. Uh, it's... Uh, I always try to be positive, and even in the beginning of the week, it was all right, you know? I mean, because we'll spend a little time going through each of these games, unfortunately. Great. But uh, I just, I, th- this was a tough one. This was a tough one, as in week. This is mm-hmm. a tough show to sit down and do. Uh, our friend uh, Jaron Kiviet is going to be on oh, uh, next week. I told him, I don't want to put you through having to talk about this week. Yeah, no one should have to go through Let's this. hope that next week is better. Yeah. That's all we can hope. They're, they're going to play the Braves for three games, which we'll talk about. So you got to hope it's a better week. But that'll make it worse. But anyway... So all that, all that talking in circles there. <sighs> what are your thoughts about just the status here? So we have the injuries that we've mentioned. You know, we, we you know, we have obviously the Cespedes, Duda, and Darno. I mean, that's just at some and point Flores. you can, you, yeah, and you can pencil in Darno is going to get hurt at some point. Flores wasn't really starting, so it, it's not a, as immediate of a loss. And personally. The one silver lining that I'm I, trying we, to find. We have the same one. We have the same one. I know it. I feel it. You go first. Is that Jay Bruce is playing first base? N- no. Well, because I... Is that really your silver lining? Well, yeah, because oh. I want a Conforto in the lineup. Um, so I like that there's a reason for Jay Bruce to move to first base. But anyway... Mine was that Montero finally got sent yeah, down. that was important. Uh, and silver lining. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a painful silver lining. And, uh, you know, I was just... Let's talk about Tuesday. Because this has to do with with Montero. How many games was he going to blow? And uh, Let, the answer was that was it. But anyway, you, you, do you have fun facts? And not, I mean, they're not fun this week. No, they're no, They're just no, depressing. But in the top of the 10th, Montero faced five batters. Yeah. The first two singled. Yep. Then there was a sack fly and the second two singled. At what point was Terry going to come out and take him out? Obviously, after the After the Grand single. Slam. Yeah. But oh, he actually he wasn't on the the hill for the grand slam, was he? There was no grand slam. I thought they scored four runs in the. They top did, of it. yeah, but not oh. not on a grand slam. <laughs> it was single, single. Sackfly scored one. That's worse. And then two more signal singles. I'm glad you pay then, better attention. Than then Gil Martin came in, strikeout. Cabrera had an error, which I believe scored two. Mm. Then I. All right. Oh, another one scored because. Travis can't hold a ball that Ligaris threw, but the error was on Ligaris. So, I always make at least one major mistake per episode. That was hopefully my only one this week. But Montero's terrible. It was it was costing them 
games that they could very well have won. That was only the 10th inning. And that's a perfect example of things that I would like to have not had any more of during this season. Extra inning games, which unfortunately we have another terrible one to talk about, and Rafael Montero, which for now we don't have to talk about. Do you know they'll bring him back at some point? Because they'll be, you know, I, I don't know how many times I need to see this guy before they realize Oh no, 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 no. He he's he just he's not I, a major league pitcher. Am I right that he jumped from double A to the big leagues last year? I think so, but we've seen him before that even. Right. So. And also and there's people who jump from double A to, to the majors all the time. And they have, you know, a small learning curve and then they, they're on their game as if it were a minor league game and they've been playing the same way. For Montero, that's never been the case. I don't right. remember a single time where since he's come up to the majors, any of the occasions where he's been successful. I don't remember it. There probably is one. Mm. And yeah, someone will let us know. You can tweet us at ABTV Mets and let us know if there was a good outing for Rafael Montero at some point. Now, part of the reason that the Mets will do that with pitchers is, as you probably know, but just for our audience, that where AAA plays in Las Vegas is not a very pitcher-friendly ballpark. ballpark. So a lot of times you will skip AAA just for that reason. You might stay in AA a little bit longer. Um, although I did see Steven Matz pitch uh, for the uh, AAA 51s, which was exciting. Zach Wheeler made some starts there too. So they at some point do it because the competition is much better. But I don't know. I just hope we don't see Rafael Montero ever again. I, I'm, I'm, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, not like, as a Met. Maybe maybe for an opposing team. Oh, I would That'd love to great. see that. Yeah, you know. Actually, mm, if if any future game where the Mets might face Montero is anything like this past week, yeah, then no, because it would just <laughs> solidify that the Mets really are that bad without their pitching. Yeah, no, no, that's that's very true. You know, and it's it's like how Oliver Perez left oh, us a long yeah. time ago, and then you just there he was the other day, and it's just like you know enough already with these guys. So. That, it was just, you know, I don't know. It was easy to shrug it off, you know? Was it, though? Well, here's the thing. On Tuesday, at that moment, you're like, wow. All right, they're in a bad stretch because they lost the last three games last week, all to the Marlins. And then you're like, all right, that shouldn't have happened. But maybe this is the cry for help where we'll you know get rid of Rafael Montero. And this is what it cost was this 10th inning loss. And Wednesday, what happened on Wednesday? You want to talk about a silver lining for the week. That's the one win we have to talk about. And it wasn't a very tight game. It wasn't a tidy game. It was a 5-4 win that they could very easily have lost. And Robles got the win. But there was also a save for not Rick, but Addison Reed. (laughs) That was a decent start for Gesellman. I think he's looked pretty good. You know, I don't think he's looked great. But, uh, you know, he didn't get the win. But, you know, he also didn't get the loss. Right. I mean, the the downside for him, he did have two hit batters yeah but at least he didn't hit anyone in the head they may have deserved it you know we'll have to take a look and (laughs) go back and check but uh yeah so uh, it's it's only a remarkable game in comparison to the rest of the rest of the week which was so awful because ordinarily that's like oh you know you're lucky to win let's move on watching Uh, this game yeah i don't even know if keith was doing this I don't think he I was. think it was wrong. In my head, I just kept hearing, "Come on, guys, fundies." Because <laughs> but there were no like, fundies. They, well, that was the problem. Yeah. Cespedes, open your eyes. There's a stop sign. Yeah, that was stop. Yeah. Stop means stop. Yeah, but uh, he knows better, and uh, well, hopefully he comes back. And you know, uh, hey, if we can get him back on the base paths, running through stop signs and getting thrown out at the plate, at least it means he's back. 
Yeah. You know? We'll take him we'll take it back for that, you know, because he can he can definitely get on base more than than our friend Juan Lagares, whom I oh, love, yeah. but he does not have a hot bat. So I have a question for you about this game. Yes, please. Uh, when Travis got hurt trying to throw out the runner at second and he hit his hand on yeah. the bat, on Altair's bat, it wasn't ruled interference. Yes. Personal feelings on that. Do you think it should have been? Why? The reason why I think it's not interference is because he hit his hand on the bat. Now, if Altair somehow like held the bat in a way where that obstructed it, you know, this is it. I can see the logic either way, but because he made a movement that then hit the bat, you know, that's that seems like that would be his fault. So it's unfortunate. But I can see the logic behind that. And usually I don't like to side with the, the scoring. Team. Yeah, Well, yeah, scoring in favor of the opposing team. But I do understand it. For least. sure. Uh, ordinarily, actually, the only reason I'm not super pissed off about this is because they did win. Yeah. But I do think it was interference based on where his bat was. And the there was no urgency for him to get it out of the way. Yeah. It just... And also, regardless of how long we lose Travis for other than pinch hitting. I mean, at what point... I mean, are we waiting for, like, another Buster Posey issue at the plate? Obviously not sliding. No, no, but... For somebody to do something about the rule? I don't know. I mean, rule changes won't really happen during the the year anyway, but... uh, Did you hear about that stupid thing they're going to do where they're going to give the the umpires mics? uh, I know. I didn't hear this. They're thinking it's going to happen right around the All-Star break. Oh, good. If it happens this year. So they're going to do what with their microphone? So it would be on the crew chief, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they would announce to the fans at the ballpark, the same way that you know NFL refs sure. do it. Um, if there's a review, and obviously us at home, we know you know if it stands or if it was confirmed or if it was overturned. And then you know the broadcasters explain to us why. The role of the umpire would then be to explain it to the crowd why the crew in Chelsea made that decision. I think that they could put that up on the scoreboard. You know, yes. I don't, I don't think like, that let's talk about, I think the umpires have enough to do and, they, the and it's kind of questionable the good job the that game. they do. Yeah. Like this just, this yeah. just delays it. Have we talked about the new intentional walk? I don't think we have because I hate, I hate it. it so much. And, I despise it. And I was having a conversation and, and, you know, some American League fans were like, no, no, it's great. It saves time. And I'm like, what are you, crazy? And I use an example. It does save time. But, but yeah, and but it's not worth the it. Point, it's not worth I it. I have one example that I always use. And this is obviously, you'll know how long ago this is because of the circumstance. So there was a game. When, it was an interleague game. The Marlins were playing the Orioles. And Miguel Cabrera was at bat for the Marlins. Ooh. So that's how long ago okay. this is. And they were walking him intentionally. And you see the first ball go, like, oh, that's not as far. That's not as wide as it should be. The second one, he's like, oh, that's really close. So the third one, he hits for a double and two runs come in. And situations like that are why I think. And, you know, it's very rarely happens. But it's worth it. It's worth it. And it's like, how much time is that really saving? And and whether it's that where it's so close that the batter is able to make contact or so far away that it's over the catcher's head and the runner on the And there's a wild pitch. You know, there's a a lot of reasons why I think we shouldn't have it. Now, there's things that I do agree with in terms of, you know, limiting visits between catchers. I don't know what the number is, but just some limit on that. 
I'm perfectly on. I agree. You know, I agree with that because there's too much. Like, how many times do you do you just watch these things and you're just like, enough already. These guys yeah. just keep going, and you know. Anyway, so uh, that was a welcome tangent. That was a silver lining because I didn't have to talk about more terrible Mets losses. But now we have to look at Thursday. Uh, Syndergaard starts. You shouldn't lose to the Phillies when Syndergaard starts. You know, Nola's a great pitcher, but that the still doesn't. I mean, the six or four loss. That's the bullpen. It's always the bullpen. I mean, it's not always the bullpen, you know, like, but the starters are not giving up that many runs. The Well, the good ones, <laughs> you know, and it's it's really a problem with the bullpen at this point. And that's a perfect example of that game, you know, and I don't know. You know, look, we're we're get, we're going to see some Josh Smoker. We're getting some Sean Gilmartin. They're, they're definitely I know it's still early. Sandy Alderson said it. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out what roles people have. We finally have Familia back. For better or worse. For better or for worse. I mean, he's got to he's got to get he's got to get into the swing of things. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Um, and he just figured, wow, you lose a series to the Phillies right before the Nats come into town. A series that you just felt you didn't feel that confident about. At least I didn't. I didn't feel good about the series against the Nationals. You know, the, no, I never do. Yeah. Well, you know, I started to in 2015, late in the season. You know, yeah. just because like of, the one series yeah, that mattered a the, lot. Yeah, the ones that when they really mattered. You know, which you know we can hang our hat on that as long as we want to. But uh, you know, I think I think just beating them a little bit regularly. You know, yeah. and I mean, as we sit here, they're very likely to get swept by the Nets this weekend. You know, I think what's going on right now. Well, I'm going to look in a second because I actually don't know the answer to that. Okay. Um, oh yeah, so it's the middle of the first, and the Nats have a four nothing lead. So I'm probably not going to give any more updates during the course of the game. The claw. Yeah, I think I'll look one more time just in case. You know, maybe the Mets put up a six spot. You know. In, okay. In the bottom. Hey. You know, a half dozen. Why not? Um, yeah, but I don't. See, I'd gotten a text from someone. So I'm like, all right, I didn't read it. But because of the friend that it was, I'm like, all right, so something bad happened right. there. So anyway, they're very likely to get swept by the Nats. So, uh, you know, losing a series to the Phillies is inexcusable. But that's what happened. Uh, Friday, Friday was the 11th inning loss. And the game started out as like actually a great, very close game that, you know, two teams that are vying for the playoffs. You had Matt Harvey, you had Tanner Roark, uh, some great defense by Curtis Granderson. Or was that yesterday? I think that was yesterday. I don't know, but Curtis has been no. great. Curtis has been no, great. No, he did. He had a great catch at the oh, sidewall on the yeah, top Yeah, and then also he got a couple hits, and he had a home run in Friday. So it's been a good couple of days for Curtis, which I like to see because I like Curtis. You know, it's... It's, you know, and whenever we see highlights and he does like one of those dives and he rolls and he catches something, my wife always says, for a guy that you always say is so old, I always see him making good it's catches. So true. And I'm like, you're right. But between between Curtis and Conforto this week, the yeah. outfield was solid. Yeah. And then well, you have Cespedes who. Those, those are two. Look, things. those are two guys that should always be in the outfield. I agree. Granderson and, and Conforto. And, you know, you got to, you know, Jay Bruce still has the hot bat. So, yeah, having him at first base. That's, okay. I, I know, you didn't see that as a silver lining, but it's, dude is it's out. Fair. Let's put, let's keep, uh, let's keep, let's keep Jay Bruce in the lineup. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, Familia pitched in that Friday night game. Smoker actually gets tagged with the loss. I mean, Familia comes into a pretty rough situation, but. The whole thing know, Friday was that, a mess. That was one of I don't know. That was one of the worst games this season. I, I don't know. It's so hard to quantify now. And it, you know? it bothers me so much. Like to have Wheeler pinch hit, questionable yeah. decision. But 
He's helping the team's cause. And any time a pitcher can, you know, have a hit and do the unthinkable, yeah. come through and do something. Get yeah. him home. I mean, that's not what lost us the game. No, that is but not. But it didn't but help us. It didn't help. I know. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, so that's that's infuriating on multiple levels. And, you know, and then yesterday, oh, for the love of God, Gio Gonzalez is not that good. He was no hitting the team into the fifth inning. Come on. You're right. It was the sixth. It was awful. I was at a friend's housewarming party, and I had game day up on my phone. I was at a a birthday party for one-year-old twins. Oh, very exciting. And I kept uh, checking on the game. I was like, yeah. And, you know, anytime I looked, it was was something terrible was happening. I was wearing a Mets shirt, and then I, like, was cheering. I was standing with a small group of people, and I was like, oh, my God, Finally. Yeah. conversation and they were like are you, are you okay and i was like yeah the mets were being no hit don't worry everything's, <laughs> everything's fine. fine and here's another game where you know Degrom tagged with the loss but he didn't pitch poorly he just gave up more runs than his and team could actually 10 score. strikeouts yeah, that's, how incredible over five and two thirds he was incredible like, so statistics other than the loss. as we look for silver linings there's that but also very minor very petty Danny Murphy getting thrown out at the plate. That was amazing. That was a great moment. And it wasn't even that he got thrown out. It was that he was just like a baby being like, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. Like, man up. He was out by a good 10 seconds. Yeah. You know, I mean, he... And and that's the Daniel Murphy that I was glad that the Mets didn't re-sign. Not the guy that we saw last year. The one who made very dumb decisions. Always made dumb decisions running the base paths. And uh, I'll I'll stand by that that's the real Daniel Murphy. Maybe we never see him again. I don't know if you saw the seven lines at a poll on, I think it was Twitter, and it was like, which of these four former Mets are most dead to you? I saw the poll, but I didn't see the results. Was it Daniel Murphy? by a landslide. Yeah, I, there were some others that I, I didn't feel uh, as negatively about. But, uh, you know, I think anybody that got traded away, you know, that's not really up to them. But, to the Nationals. Yeah, but then he that's decided. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the upsetting thing. So anyway, that was just, it was just, um, it was just a bad feeling all around. Uh, you know, anybody uh, anybody who's uh, watching us, you know, at this point, people should be coming to us instead of watching the game because they're already We're down. clearly by, better yeah, than that. I mean, I haven't given up four runs to anybody, you know. I haven't, and okay. the, the Mets got a run back. I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, I'll, I'll let you know in a second. It's not like I gave up four runs to... You only gave to, up three. I did, yeah, I gave up three runs to Dodger Rap 360. So, you know, that's my that's fault. Uh, oh, and by the way, so the Mets score a run, of course, Conforto hits a home run. I so, was, I was going to say that his yeah. first pitch homer. What was it, Thursday or Friday? Um, or so. Remember how we were Friday. talking about Daniel Murphy being dead to us? Is he dead again? Yeah, because all four runs came on a Daniel Murphy grand slam in the top of the first. How? And this is what I said. I say it every time. I don't care that he was on your team. I don't care if he's your friend. He's too comfortable with the plate. But let me ask you. And maybe knock him down. I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm pissed that he's the one that knocked in all four runs. But why the hell are there already three runners on? Get your act together. I agree. I mean, especially at the beginning, you're just going to start off the game that way. Oh, my way. God. I wish you should have brought cheese. I know I said I didn't want any. I, I, you know what? I, I was. I actually went to Ralph's before I was here. I got some other cheese. things. I almost bought cheese, but she's like, she said, don't bring cheese. I'm realizing now as I 
as we talk about the game. This you're just really, horror that yeah. I'm just like cheese, cheese. Yeah, cheese. for anybody who doesn't know, uh, we've talked about it in the last couple of weeks. Melissa, I'm a stress eater. She stress eats cheese in particular about the Mets. About the Mets. Yeah, you're not really stress eater about other things. No, I think. it's really it's just, just the Mets. about the Mets, and it's yeah. just cheese. It's just cheese. Yeah. yeah. Earlier this week, it was string cheese, but then I ran out, and I haven't gone to the grocery store yet, so cheese free until about eight o'clock tonight. <laughs> so. Before we look ahead to this week, we we have what we have. I think we're at a point where you don't, not this week, you don't start to ask the question, but how short of a leash or a rope, let's not put them on a leash, do you think Terry Collins has? If they have a couple weeks like this. I don't they, think it's Terry. I don't think it's and Terry I think either. He gets but these are the sort, I was going to say, these are the sort of things that happen, though. Uh, I, I question a number of things that Terry does, but I don't think that them losing all these games this week are Terry's fault. I think a couple of them are probably Terry's fault. Yeah. But Well, I think, I mean, it's not Terry's fault that Jose Reyes can't catch a pop-up in the yeah. infield. I know. I, it's I, not Terry's fault that there's error after error after error. Well, that's how bad Reyes has been, that there were all these injuries and they still gave him a mental health day, you know? And then, but he was only out for the for, first five innings because yeah. they put him in in the sixth. Yeah, I know. Because he's the run that scored. He's he's the run that scored. I know. I, I was saying to Melissa before we started that there's a part of me that just sort of feels like it would feel better if I just took the Cabareus wine bottle but that's think, in front of me here and just broke it over my head. But I just just look at the face on the front because it's baby Jose when things he's were so still young. good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, why is he holding like, what is that, like a knuckleball? He's, hold, he's holding a baseball, but no, it's like a, a weird, it's a, it's a weird, baseball. it's a weird position for him to be in. Yeah. I hope I didn't move it too much for the sake of the camera work. We'll Sorry. Sorry, Mark, if I did. Anyway, I, I, so I, I think Terry's all right for right now, but he's going to get blamed. And and that's the sad part. because, But also, that's true in any situation, whether it's sports or you know a 9-to-5 office job. The manager or the leader of yeah. the team is always going to take And to some extent, blame. he needs to be held accountable. But if you're just going to give him you know this middle relief that can't get anybody out... There's not so much he can do. You know? Uh We're getting Conforto to play, and granted, it's because there have been injuries. But that's the one thing that I thought he wasn't going to do. You know, I said to a friend of mine when he had the great game when he led off the game, I'm like, we'll never see him hit lead off again. But we've continued to see yes. it. And grant, not again, regularly. Not regularly. But Terry. we have seen it. So, yeah, so it's, it's, a, yeah. it's been a nice surprise to see him. Yeah. You know, um, take hold of this and team. The thing about you know Sean Gilmartin being back, I'm like, well, he's he's not Montero, so great. He's somebody else. He's you been know. bad in the past, yeah. but after the crap we've seen this year, I'm not too disappointed. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, the, look, being a Mets fan, it, it's it, it's kind of an ongoing era of diminishing expectations. That's true. Like what we want from our players is very little. Just win, you know. Yeah, well, you know. But then again, that's also going downhill. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, there's a lot to go ahead. So let's look ahead to next week. There are three games at home against the Atlanta Braves. Great. Um, you know, it's the end of April. It's not really must win, but uh, you can't lose any of those games. You we can't cannot, lose any more games for the rest of the season against the NL East after this past well, week. I, I mean, you, you can't lose them against the the non-Nationals teams for yeah. sure. But, but we'll yeah, you definitely shouldn't lose them against the Braves and the Phillies. But And, you know, the Phillies aren't as bad. They, this Braves team is terrible. I actually didn't check to see if Julio Tehran's starting, which I, I will take a peek and but see if But you got his name right. I so. got his name right. Yes, yeah, see, see, it's all about... Silver lining. Yeah, exactly. That's the silver linings that I remembered his name this time. And, you know, you want a silver lining. Thursday's a day game. 
So that's good for me because, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm busy Thursday evening, so I get to actually watch the whole game. Exciting. And I feel like, you know, just don't make me regret my excitement about it being a, a Thursday day game, you know, so I get to watch the whole thing. And then that means like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you can be even that much, that much more disappointed. But anyway, so what do you think about the way that they match up with the Braves, whom we've already seen a couple times? By the way, Julio, Julio Tehran is pitching on Tuesday against Gesellman. So that's going to not go well, but I'll be but you know watching Anytime, and optimistic. If the Braves are as terrible this series as the Mets were last week, I'll be happy. Well, I would be very happy with it. And then here's your matchup on Wednesday. Noah Syndergaard and R.A. Dickey. Yes! Oh, I'm so excited. I'm very excited. So excited. And then uh, Thursday afternoon, Bartolo Colon and TBD. Ah, TBD. TBD He's my favorite. He's kind of the best. Yeah. TBD is undefeated. He has a zero ERA. And no hit batters. Oddly enough, TBD has a one and a half whip. So it's nice. it's a little rough. Oh, I'm so excited to see R.A. Dickey. Yes. Uh, I, look, I love R.A. Dickey. I was a big fan of his. And uh, now that he's not good anymore, I'm very glad to see him pitching in division. I'm, d- I'm just glad to see him still pitching. Yeah. Because it took him so long to get to the majors. And then after that great season he had with the Mets, you know, you didn't really hear about him much in Toronto. And, no. And so I'm glad he's still in the major leagues. It's, yes. No, look, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad. For him. And then, of course, uh, next weekend... As is so often the case, it's just like this past weekend. Three more games against the Nats. Oh, oh, oh. Reminder for my yeah. parents. Don't forget, you're going to that game on Saturday. Oh, is that DC. a seven-line game? It is. Oh, that'll be fun. But I, I don't know if they ever got the shirt. I don't know. I'm supposed to call and ask, but I forgot. Oh Mom, did gosh. you get those? You stuff? have to call Darren and ask if he sent it, or no, you have to call I, your parents. To call my parents. Oh, okay, because I was just like, I don't know if he's if he's going to be able to keep track of all the. Yeah, shirts I called Darren, like, and I'm like, "Hi, tracking number, blah 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 blah." You I have mean, that somebody has to right? handle that, you know. And he but has anyway, it memorized. Yeah, well, I think he should. Anyway, so yeah, the three games against the Nats. It's just like next weekend. I'm I'm not looking forward to, but you know, we'll, we'll be back here next Sunday. Our friend Jaron Kiviet from NYM News. I believe it's NYM underscore news. It is. Yeah. And he'll be with us, which will be great. Is he going to be in studio? I believe he will be phone or Skype. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Very uh, cool. You know, I wouldn't want to drive up here from San Diego too often either. You know, that's you know, especially on a Sunday afternoon. But it was great. It'll be great to have him on there. And we're going to try and get some other people on uh, during the course of the season. But I uh, figured our, our first guest should be, should be Jaron because... He really, if you follow him on Instagram at nym underscore news, and if you're not, you should be. You should be, but you know, you should also follow us at That's ABTV Mets do both on Twitter. At the same time. We're not on Instagram because uh, you know I don't know what I'm posting pictures. I guess us sitting here yeah. eating cheese next week. Oh, cheese! If we have to eat cheese on next week's show, I'll start an Instagram account. Okay, because uh, I'll do it during the show, That's so fair. I don't have to talk about <laughs> the games. In any case, uh, yeah. So he'll be with us next week, and I, I, I don't. You know what? I, I can't make a prediction. I, you know, I always try to make a prediction for so how we'll I think. Six? We well, have seven, including, well, seven tonight. including tonight. Yeah. I, I can tell you my, do you want me to give you my honest expectation for what's going to happen? Yeah. I, it's going to be better than last week. Two they're going to win, win two games. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I think they have a decent shot legitimately of uh, beating the Nationals in one game. Yeah. Um, and I think that Cologne is going to outpitch TBD. Which is sad because TBD is the best. Yeah, TBD is the best. But uh, Julio Tehran, I think, will beat Kesselman. But fair. I do think Syndergaard will beat Dickey. So, yes. Yeah. So that, that's how Weren't I... Were they s- traded for each other? 
No, uh, it yeah, was, no, no, yeah. Because Syndergaard, because Syndergaard was the afterthought. The big acquisition was Darno. Yes. Like that's why you know. And then it was like, oh, and we'll take this. We'll take this guy named Thor. I don't know anything <laughs> about him. So yeah, so that's actually that's 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 fun. I wish that was the Thursday afternoon. That game, would be awesome. But, but that's all right. Well, you'll get to watch it. I hope you get to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. hopefully. But you'll be working very hard, so yeah. you know you'll only well, be able to keep Well, I just listen when I'm at work. Right. Well, that's um, good though, because like yeah. we say all the time. When we watch the games, we have the great booth with some combination of Gary, Keith, and Ron. But then when you just get to listen, it's great because I love Howie. And I think Josh is is a great uh, partner for him. There have been a few in the last few years before Josh came along. I think I think it's a good match. Yeah, I, I like agree. them both very And also, much. I don't know if you heard it earlier this week. Oh, it was um, Wheeler versus Eflin. They were talking about how it's like the first time ever that two Zacks have matched up. I remember they said that. And yeah. did you hear Ron Darling? They were listing all of these... Zach's and you know the difference between your you spell it with a H or a K or or, or just Z A C. Yes, yeah. and he's like, oh, I keep thinking of Zach Efron, and I just burst. Out I laughing actually, that's so funny to say that. I remember, I can visualize. It. I was in the kitchen, I was like making dinner, and I heard that, and I I started laughing. I'm like, he's, of course he's thinking of Zach of Efron. We were all who thinking. isn't thinking of yeah. Zach Efron all the time? Right, exactly. Um, did want to go through some sad. Yeah, things, no, 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 please. Uh, I end because on a high note. we've already looked ahead. We'll do our players of the week uh, to wrap it up. But uh, I wanted to actually throw it to you for any fun stats that you have or sad stats. Sad stats. Oh, good. Mostly. Sad stats. So while I was putting together my notes for the game or for the show today, I realized we had a lot of errors. We had a lot of hit by pitches. There were a lot of that and stuff. So yeah. I was realizing how crazy it was, and that I definitely didn't remember this from last week. From the show we did last week, so I kind of went through and did errors, hit by pitch, and what teams scored first between the five games that we had this week that we're recapping and yeah. then the eight games that we recapped last week. So, in five games this week, the Mets had eight errors. Whew, that's a lot of errors. In eight games the week before, they had three. It's, it's, uh, this it's week, tough to win when you uh, give them a lot of extra opportunities, your opposition, yeah. whomever they may be. This week, five games, five hit by pitch. It's a lot of hit by pitch. Last week, one for eight. Hmm. And here's my favorite or least favorite, depending on how you want to look at it. This week, the opponent scored first in all five games. And last week, the Mets scored first in five of the eight games. You know, this is this just sort of reflects a thing that I unfortunately feel a lot that for whatever reason at least in the last few years, I feel like they just play so much better on the road and I wish they played oh, better at home. Oh, away field advantage yeah. is a thing. For that, especially if it's in Philadelphia, yeah. which unfortunately they're not going to this week. They're not going to for, uh, I think, for a few weeks. But um, I'm excited for them to go to Atlanta for the first time. Yeah, I'm actually excited to see what the that ballpark s- yeah, is. Yeah, I don't think they ever worked out the problem that they have there, though, which is the parking lot is on the other side of the interstate <laughs> from the stadium. And they didn't. They couldn't get the funding figured out, so they didn't build the bridge that they wanted to. So I'm not quite sure how people get from the parking lot to the new Braves field. But okay, I have I have a pretty big fundamental problem with this new Braves stadium because the Turner Field was open for 20 years, and I've been there many times, and they were awful games usually, except for one really great one. There was a great Pedro Martinez John Smoltz yes. game that uh, the, you know they scored all the runs in like the eighth. Was, it was a great game in 2005. But it's the only good game I ever saw in Atlanta. And I was just like, that that ballpark was fine. And I don't understand why this happened. And that, that just ties more into corruption and 
local politics, which you can find out more about on the Trump Report Tuesdays <laughs> at seven on After Buzz TV. I gotta get my other shows in here. Yeah. Thank you very much. You, that all right, Mark scared, scared Melissa, but that's good. Death. And you know, hey, while we're at it. On Fridays, I do the Mystery Science Theater 3000 after show. Do you really? And, yeah, at <gasps> noon. So I get to do that too. Don't play more music. It's too scary. <laughs> thank you. That much was much better, softer. Much so thank you, Mark. Anyway, all right. So do you have any more sad facts or maybe even one fun one? No. No? Just sad ones or nothing? That was it. No. It was that kind of week. It was just a lot of hit by pitch and a lot of errors. Yeah. Well, let us know what you thought of the last week, and uh, if if being able to commiserate with us hopefully helped in, in some way. I'm just so glad I didn't see Daniel Murphy hit that grand slam. But the problem is, if you turn the game on, they'll They're do a recap. They'll all. do a, well. They'll do a recap, but in the middle of the game, you'll definitely see it at some That's point. That's why we listen to Howie and Josh. Yeah, no, we I'm don't gonna, watch I, those losers on that I, national network. Not a big fan, actually. So, anyway. Uh, We'll we'll recap that game too, unfortunately, next week. But uh, you know what? Maybe something good will happen. I'll feel good about it if it does. All right, but so let's talk about our players of the week for this week. Uh, player, do you have one? Should I go first? You can go first. So here's the thing, and I already talked about him. I'm going to go for Jay Bruce because there are a couple things. One, he stayed healthy. Two, He's playing out of position, which I think is actually very difficult because I don't know that there was much expectation in spring training that he was going to be playing first base. And here's the other thing that he did that a lot of Mets aren't doing. He's, he also is hitting. So that's my criteria to make him the player of the week. I think that there were good outings by the starters, but I, I like to boost up Jay Bruce whenever I can. I'm going with Conforto. Love Conforto. Great know? outfield. Yeah. Some crazy diving catches that... I'm guessing that Ligaris wouldn't have made, at least not the Ligaris of this year. No, the present-day Ligaris is, is probably a, a step or two behind present-day Conforto. Absolutely. And look, maybe we'll look back and the sort of inexplicable season that Conforto had in 2016, maybe that's just going to be a blip. And it was probably... I hope so. Let's hope it was good for him, that he had some time down in Vegas to really mm. get his act together. And I'm together. sure Noah's happy to have his roomie back. Yeah, well, that's true. And that look, like we want to keep Thor happy. That is the bromance of yeah. all bromances. Yeah, Sorry to offend anybody, but it's true. Uh, I mean, what do you, who that. has something against bromances? No, no one. I'm thinking that, that someone has a better bromance, or they think oh, they no. have a better bromance. No, you no, don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> you might think you do. You're wrong. You Especially not in baseball. Anyway, all right. Well, as I said before, we'll, uh, we'll be joined next Tuesday by Jaron Kiviet. Next Sunday. Wow. I don't want to be here on Tuesday. Well, I'm going to be here on Tuesday with the Trump Report. I'm not going to be here for that. See, that's my other mistake in the episode now. And that can we can't count me saying... Error. Two for two. I know. We can't include my calling Michael Jackson George Michael. That was before, was the, before show. the show. before the show. So, you're, so you're I'm, I've got two. I've got E2. I know that's not how you <laughs> score it, but that's what I have. And I'll, you know what? I'll just have to, I'll have to make up for it next time. Yeah, so next Sunday at 5 Pacific, there will not be a night game. It'll be another day game. Great. So it'll be over. And unfortunately, we'll have plenty of time to watch it. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the pitching matchup will be, but you know, there'll probably TV be a lot like TV probably day. be a lot like the one tonight. You know, if I had to guess. But anyway, we will be back five Pacific, eight Eastern. Yes. Don't forget to follow us at ABTV Mets. Don't forget to follow Melissa at Melissa Wine. Don't forget to follow me at Christian DMZ. And next week's guest, Jaron Kibbiet at NYM underscore News. Thanks so much, everybody, and we will see you next. Sunday. Yes. And let's go, Mets.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.